This is the way it has to end. A fight straight out of the 1950s. A throwback to the golden era of the ring. Welcome to Ring Talk. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. Here at Ring Talk, we talk about mine and your favorite thing, fighting. We'll talk about current and past boxing and MMA. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some Ring Talk. All right, guys and gals, welcome to Ring Talk, where we talk about our favorite thing, and that is the fight game. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you for being with us. I want to apologize. I haven't been on here for a while and uh, just been a lot going on, but I'm going to start making these podcasts again. So we'll start talking about some boxing, maybe some MMA. Been a lot going on in the fight world. My goodness, there's been a lot going on. Let's jump into it right now. All right like that funky music hope everybody's having a great winter hope you're having a great christmas season we appreciate you being here with us let's look at some recent news a while back we saw vaso lomachenko lose to tiafimo lopez i always say his name wrong tiafimo lopez now Anyone that saw this fight, and I had predicted that Lopez was going to give him one hell of a fight, but anyone that saw this fight, it it was bizarre. It was weird. Loma literally threw no punches until around the, I think it was the ninth or 10th round. He just did nothing. It was just weird seeing someone that is such a dynamic puncher not throwing punches. And as we know from his past fights, sometimes he throws punches in bunches, and they are incredible from every angle. And uh, he threw nothing. He just, it was like he didn't want to fight. Then, and not taking anything away from Lopez, he's a great fighter, awesome fighter. But as we know, Lomachenko lost the decision. And he later said that he had a bad shoulder so i didn't know what to think you know i I don't like to hear anyone make excuses um you know manny pacquiao did that with floyd mayweather who knows if he had a busted shoulder or not but lomachenko was literally not throwing punches and i was just sitting there thinking something is not right he later said that he had a bad shoulder so did he or not i don't know we will probably never know but so this last weekend Lomachenko returned to the ring against the talented Richard Comey. Comey, I thought, would really give Lomachenko some trouble. He's bigger. He has a huge reach advantage. He's just long-looking for a lightweight. To me, he looks more like a welterweight, but I I thought he might give Loma some problems. But what we got was vintage Vasyl Lomachenko. He looked fantastic. He looked fantastic and in the seventh round Loma let loose with a huge barrage of punches putting Comey down and I believe it was the seventh round and it went something like this Andre Rogier gave him the right instructions back him up keep digging to the bottom oh! because oh, 
just sensational from Loma. Tagged him with the left, and now he's pointing to his corner. He's pointing to Comey's corner and saying, you want me to give him more, or do you want to stop this? So it was an incredible knockdown, and I actually believe that Lomachenko could have stopped him. He was waving at Comey's corner to stop the fight. He was telling them, stop the fight, stop this, and I really don't think he wanted to hurt the guy. In the end, Comey lasted the 12 rounds only because I believe that Lomachenko let him. I really do believe that. I believe that at any moment he could have uh, flurried and stopped the fight. It was an incredible demonstration of boxing prowess by Vasyl Lomachenko and, uh, and beautiful compassion trying to get Comey's corner to stop the fight. Uh, you could tell that, that he just didn't want to hurt him. In short, Lomachenko looked incredible, folks. He looked absolutely incredible. But the big recent news, let's move on. Tiafimo Lopez lost his titles to Manny Pacquiao's old sparring partner, George Cambosis. He took this man very, very lightly. How do you take a man lightly that has sparred 250 rounds with Manny Pacquiao. No one saw this coming, folks, except maybe Cambosis. Tiafimo was way, way overconfident, super overconfident. Tiafimo Lopez had bragged that at first that he would knock him out in three rounds, then he changed it to he would knock him out in one. Cambosis replied to this, let him try. Just let him try. I'll catch him if he tries it. And catch him, he did. Catch him, he did. In the first round, a cocky Tiafimo Lopez was trying to get the knockout in round one, and Cambosis put him on his butt. It was a great fight, back and forth, great action, but in the end, Cambosis deservingly took home the incredible win. After the fight, it was pretty sad. Lopez uh, showing very little class after the fight, saying that he won. His face was all busted up. His eye was shut. Uh, both men were busted up pretty good, but Lopez definitely the worse. But uh, no one in the arena of mostly Lopez fans thought that it was a classy thing. People started booing him. Uh, you know, many thought that Tiafimo Lopez was exposed uh, for not being, you know, good enough to beat Cambosis. But come on, man. Tiafimo Lopez is a phenomenal fighter. It was not that Lopez wasn't good. It was that Cambosis was great. And it'll be great to see where Tiafimo Lopez goes from here. Maybe they'll have a rematch. Uh, I'd like to see a rematch with Lomachenko. But what are these guys going to do next? Very curious. The lightweight division, folks... The lightweight division is on fire. It is on fire. They, it has some of the greatest talent in boxing. And where's Lopez going to go now? Where's Cambosis going to go? What's Lomachenko going to do? Man, I'd like to see one of these guys have a fight with Tank Davis. That would be phenomenal. I can't wait. I don't know about you, but I cannot wait. Now, let's talk about Deontay Wilder. One of my favorite boxers. I love Deontay. And and again, people, every time some guy gets beat, you hear the crowd of idiots pop up. Oh, he's been exposed. He's no good. He's washed up. He sucks. 
Folks, Dante Wilder is a talented, and I've heard people say that about him. Ah, he sucks. He's nothing. Folks, he was fighting a man that was six foot nine with incredible boxing skills. Wilder's a big guy, and Fury makes him look small almost. Folks, Deontay Wilder is a phenomenal heavyweight. Give the man some respect. I love Wilder. I love his heart. You know, he lost this third fight with Fury, but my gosh, what a fight. And what tremendous, tremendous heart from both fighters. Give both of these guys a round of applause. Folks, they got in there, and both men left it all in the ring. And in boxing today, that is something that we just don't get that often. Here's how it went down. I don't know about not putting him in a headlock. If he ducks his head, I'm going to make sure he can't hit me while he's down there. So I'm not sure what Moore is talking about with that one. Wild shots, big right hand. There's a signature right by Wilder. Grazing shot, but it's dangerous. I mentioned that first round is going to be interesting in how it's scored. In that fury landed a beautiful right hand at the end of the round, but Wilder was really getting the better of it there. Another right hand. And Wilder, down goes Wilder. Fury put it down with the right hand. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Are you okay? Put your He's hands hurt, up. Fellas. Come here. He's hurt. Give He's tough to Russell Mora. You want to fight? Yeah, he says he wants to continue that right hand so dangerous from Fury. Yes, of course I'm all right. Big right hand He's and a thunderous though. answer by Wilder. Fury is hurt. Uppercut and a hook. Wilder with his big chance. Can he get the title back? Big right hand from Fury. Wilder's got to get... And down goes Fury again. He's hurt, fellas. Oh. Wow. Fury back up. Final seconds. Eight. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Come here. Give me your glove. That's the end of the you round. Okay? But he has to be ready. That's that was, the end. That was an extremely slow count. That's when he looks one from a hook. Tyson Fury's got to give himself some space right now. Final seconds. Oh, a buck with Tyson Fury right oh. now. Wilder with a second right hand. And then a hook. Now he answers back on the Gypsy King. And fires back on an answer at the end of the tenth round. Wow, what a fight. This was historic, folks. There hasn't been a heavyweight fight like this one in years. What These men, the heart that they showed, we just haven't seen anything like this in a long, long time. And uh, I appreciate both men. I'm a fan of both men. I think they are incredible. Hats off to these two heavyweight warriors. Where does Deontay Wilder go from here? I know what I want to see. I know what I want to see. I want to see Deontay Wilder versus Anthony Joshua. What do you think about it, folks? What do you think about it, boxing fans? I think this would be a great matchup, and I don't think it will happen because I don't think Anthony Joshua wants anything to do with Wilder. 
one of those right hands would starch this guy. But, man, I think it would be a classic. I think it would be a great fight, and I would love to see it. The best need to fight the best, and this would be a great comeback redemption fight for these guys. I think it would sell. I think people would line up to see it. What do you think about it? I think it would be awesome. All right, let's talk Manny Pacquiao real quick. Manny Pacquiao. I don't know about everyone else, but I knew that Ugas was going to give Manny Pacquiao a hard time. I knew it was going to happen. Ugas is a big guy. He's a big welterweight. He looks more like a, a middleweight. He's got a huge reach advantage. Manny fights at his walking around weight. Manny needs to be fighting lightweight or junior welterweight. And uh, Ugas, he's got a good chin. He's got superb cardio. He's got incredible conditioning. I mean, look at this guy. He doesn't have an ounce of body fat on him. He's a fantastic fighter. Manny's in his 40s. Um, and he was suffering from, in this fight, what most age fighters suffer from. He had no legs. His movement wasn't good. Um, he got countered. He got jabbed. He got countered. He got hit with straight right hands literally all night long. And I think we all saw this coming. Yeah, he looked good against Thurman. Looked fantastic. But you just can't do this forever. And it's amazing that this great champion did it for this long. But we knew that it couldn't last forever. I think the same thing would have happened if he had been in there with Errol Spence Jr., with Crawford, with uh, with uh, Porter, any of these guys. I just don't think he had it uh, in him anymore. I don't think he wanted to be in there anymore, to be honest. He's thinking more about politics. But, man, hats off to Manny Pacquiao. What a legend. Um, incredible what he's done. And we're going to miss this guy because every fight that he had delivered – Every fight was awesome, and and uh, wish him the very best. But congratulations to Ugas, man! This guy can't wait to see where he goes from here. He's an exciting fighter, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do next. Now, as we come to the end of today's podcast, we want to remember a classic: Roberto Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, one June the twentieth, nineteen eighty. I remember it like it was yesterday. Folks, this was a classic. This was a war. We mentioned a while ago how so many fighters don't leave it all in the ring the way that Fury and Wilder did. That night in 1980, Roberto Duran, the hands of stone, and Sugar Ray Leonard left it all in the ring. Billed as the brawl in Montreal, the fight was more, it just more than lived up to the hype. Leonard wanted to prove that he could go toe-to-toe. This was his undoing. Leonard wanted to prove that he could go toe-to-toe with the powerful punching Roberto Duran, the hands of stone, a legend. And I think that Ray forgot that Duran was not just a brawler, not just a puncher, but he was also a a master boxer, a master puncher, a master counterpuncher, and one of the greatest body punchers of all time. And he's also a fantastic combination thrower. And here's how it went down back in 1980. What a classic it was. Leonard doing all, oh, no, it's down to 
26, 25 seconds. This one will go all the way. And Duran apparently feels his one day started. doesn't have to fight the 15th round. There's the clock. Seven, I can't believe it. Six. I can't five, believe it. Four. Duran thinks he has won the fight. I can't believe it. Duran. Wow, what an exciting fight that was. I hope all of you out there can remember that one, or at least that if you're too young for it, that you did go back and watch it. It was an incredible fight. They would go on to do this two more times with Leonard winning both of the fights. Thank you, Roberto Duran. Thank you, Sugar Ray Leonard, for leaving it all in the ring and giving us an incredible piece of boxing history. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. We really do appreciate it. And if you like this fighting podcast, please invite your family and your friends to join us. Be part of our podcast family. We'd appreciate it. We will see you next time on Ring Talk.